I'm Marian Kolbasek-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. I'm at HIMSS today speaking with Mac McMillan, CEO of security consulting firm Synergistec. Mac's also the chair of HIMSS Privacy and Security Policy Task Force. Mac will be discussing tips that healthcare entities can use to improve their overall information security programs. Hi, Mac. Hi, Marianne. How are you? Good. So now, Mac, overall, where do you see healthcare entities still struggling the most when it comes to their information security programs? I think where they're struggling the in two areas. Actually, they're still struggling in doing the fundamentals in, in blocking and tackling. Uh, but I think what's becoming more important that they're really struggling with is the detecting and the reacting, right? I mean, you look at some of the issues that we have in the industry today with some of the attacks that we have and what's really going to save us there is being able to improve our ability to detect those things and then to react to them effectively and, and stop them before they become a big issue. So now in the Anthem and Primera breaches, there seem to have been uh, you know, months before these uh, breaches were detected. Why is that and what are these companies doing wrong? So that's kind of a loaded question. I, I, I don't know that they were doing anything wrong per se. I think there are just things that, that we haven't dealt with yet in, in this industry that folks have not taken their game to the level that maybe they need to take it to. I think also, you know, singling out those examples where you had a more sophisticated attacker who had a lot more capability and a lot more intelligence with respect to what they were doing, it's, it's probably nobody in the industry could have battled that effectively, or very few, I'll put it that way. Again, those were good examples of where we didn't do a good job detecting what was going on in the environment. We didn't do a good job of blocking and tackling. In other words, having things that were readily accessible on the network to the attacker once they got in that probably shouldn't have been in terms of unencrypted passwords and credentials and or elevated credentials that didn't have two-factor authentication applied to them. And obviously, we didn't do a good job in terms of blocking what left the organization. I mean, when you look at the number of records that have been siphoned out of organizations in these attacks, you, be, you have to wonder, are they using things like data loss prevention to stop that kind of exfiltration? Are they using even the controls and the systems themselves that say somebody can't transfer that many records, no matter who they are, without it setting off some kind of an alarm? So we really need to do a better job of, of detecting and, and reacting to these things to stop it. Now, what do you think is the most overlooked thing that healthcare entities can do that would greatly improve their overall information security today? I think part of it is we need to realize that most of our healthcare organizations are, are severely understaffed when it comes to security, so they're not going to be able to do it themselves alone. They need to enlist the help of external resources, and especially when I start talking about things like monitoring and auditing and whatnot, you really, really need to turn to those services that do that on a real-time basis and can actually allow them to, to get to a point where they're somewhat proactive in what they're seeing as opposed to being totally reactive to where they are today. You mentioned staffing, and for a lot of healthcare organizations, they do have limited resources. What is the easiest and least expensive thing that they can do to bolster patient data privacy and security? So there's actually, from a low-cost perspective, there are two things. The first one is educating their workforce, right? I mean, when you look at a lot of the attacks that we're seeing today, they're still, they're on the lower end of sophistication with respect to the attack, right? They're attacking the human. They're attacking somebody who's making a mistake, somebody who's clicking on an email that shouldn't or what have you. 
So educating the workforce is probably one of the biggest things that we can do and need to do. The other one is is that foundational thing that I talked about with doing a better job of how we build systems, doing a better job in terms of how we configure them, how we do patch management, how we do change control, etc. If we can just start eliminating a lot of the easy ways for attackers to get in, that more than anything will probably have the biggest impact. When it comes to infrastructure security, what's the most important thing that organizations should be doing to preventing breaches? When it comes to infrastructure, um, obviously they need to have a good solid perimeter defense in terms of how they have that architected. We need to start beginning to think about things like NAC and the ability to uh, literally, literally interpret folks who are trying to connect to our network. Uh, they need to have a, a mobile device management strategy. Every hospital that we walk into today has a, a proliferation of mobile devices, and there's data on all those devices. We've got to accept that, and we've got to start rolling out mobile device management solutions and get a better handle on that. Just simply, it's not going to go away, is essentially what it is. We need to have solutions in place that, that looks at our third-party providers, especially those that are our cloud providers and our, and our hosted systems and our software as a service, for instance. And a lot of the tools that we have out there today, like data loss prevention, for instance, are now beginning to, to offer versions that actually allow you to, to monitor the cloud. So we need to do that. Basically, we just need to have a good holistic approach to knowing where our data is, knowing who we're sharing it with and where we're transferring it to, and having the right controls and protections in place to address it. Going back to the Anthem and Primera breaches, do you think the hackers are specifically targeting the insurers? And do you think the healthcare organizations themselves are next? And you know, what do you think the hackers are after most? Well, it sure seemed that way, didn't it? And I think that it's probably safe to say that the insurance uh, industry is, is a very big target because the hackers know that they're going to have a lot of personal information on a lot of lives. And so if you look at the difference between say, the average covered entity and an insurance uh, company. You would expect that the insurance company who's covering people over you know many states and many different organizations is going to have a lot more data for me to go after than, than a single hospital. Quite frankly, I don't think it's just the insurance industry. I think it's any large organization that's likely to have large repositories of, of sensitive information that, that makes it viable for the hacker to go after. Because if, if you're going to take that chance and you're going to go after a target, who are you going to go after, right? You're going to go after somebody where it's worth your while if you, in case you get caught. So looking ahead to 2016, any trends, anything that you think everyone should be watching for in terms of uh, threats, emerging threats, hot technologies perhaps to improve their information security programs? What do you see looking ahead? On the threat front, I think we're going to continue to see more attacks against humans. It seems the hackers have figured out that that's, that's a real viable target for them. I think we're going to see more attacks against mobile devices. I'm waiting for the attacks that start focusing on big data and cloud storage organizations, etc. Because, I mean, those have got to be incredible targets for that community if they want to go after it. I would think that at some point HIEs are going to become a target because of the, the function that they perform. If, you can, if they're the hub, so to speak, in that federated model, and I can somehow get into that hub, 
now I'm in the middle of all of it. So I think the threat has, by nature, goes where they evolve with the technology. So I think we're going to continue to see that. I think we're going to see threats begin to emerge with respect to things like wearables and some of this other newer technology that we're seeing we want to use now in, the, in moving to this patient-centric type of healthcare. It just makes sense, right? I mean, if you know, it was really interesting at the Chime event at the beginning of this conference this year, the first speaker talked about all those things, and he, and he openly said, you know, we're, we're moving out really fast with all of this stuff, and we don't have the answers to privacy and security yet, and the vendors don't have the answer to, to that yet. And so at some point, bad guys are going to figure out, oh, they don't have the answers to that, and perhaps that's a viable source of information as well. So it'll be interesting to see how it manifests itself over time. With respect to the, on the security side, I'd like to see more security around, around mobile devices, better solutions there. I'd like to see better solutions around our external vendors. I know that NIST just published a new guide for supply chain I hope people are taking advantage of that and and looking at it. I hope that we're doing a better job in terms of educating our users, not just on things that they need to know from a compliance perspective, but things they need to know from a security perspective. And I'd like to see organizations realize that that doing that for their workforce, they're not just doing something for their organization, they're actually doing something for that workforce member as well because every single one of those people probably has a computer at home. They have kids that are on computers. And, and quite frankly, by giving them that education, it helps them do a better job of protecting the hospital. They help them also do a better job of protecting their family and their own information. Thanks, Mac. I've been speaking to security expert Mac McMillan. I'm Marian Kobasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.